Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Welcome to State of the Nation on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. My name is Michelle Ago, and with me here is Ayo, one of the two usual suspects. Manolo Deyemi is unavailable today, but the show definitely must go on. And as you know, State of the Nation is a show that literally just talks about the state of the nation and what's happening all around us. All right. So um, to be a part of the conversation, remember... Uh, to keep the phone lines busy, because we want to hear from you, you can call 0809-1913-913-0809-222-0913-0809-234-5913. You can also tweet at Lagos Talks 913. That is at Lagos Talks 913 to be a part of the conversation. All right, so we'll start off with our first story, which is with regards to the PNID suit as Nigerian wins as UK court dismisses $11 billion PNID suit. So Nigeria has won its bid to overturn an $11 billion damages bill involving the controversial process and industry development deal. Nigeria claims that the collapsed gas processing project was procured by a campaign of bribery and fraud. The Western African country, which is Nigeria, on succeeding in halting the effort, the enforcement of the eleven billion dollar um, arbitration award in favor of PNID in the judgment yesterday, a UK court upheld Nigeria's prayer on the ground that the ill-fated gas processing contract was obtained by fraud. Process and Industry Development PNID was awarded a twenty-year contract in twenty ten to construct and operate a gas processing plant. Upon failure of the deal, the little-known British Virgin Islands company took Nigeria to court and uh, was demanding $11 billion in damages. So um, we won the case, but uh, again, there were loads of bribery and and um, just wrong public policy or procurement policy that was fished out. And for those grounds, the judge said, you know, it's tossing it out. How- uh. How did we get this lucky? <laughs> Honestly, because it's like I, a miracle. I, well, I mean, I, I don't think that you, you could call it luck, but I think that the judge saw through it. Mm. Um, it was okay. going to be one of the biggest scams mm. um, in almost half a century because oh, wow. a band manager, um, the gentleman, Queen, who owns the company, used to manage an Irish band and, um, you know, dabbled into what he called gas processing. Uh, Very few people knew about that company except for the people he dealt with, you know, in Nigeria. And it's even a curious case because the exact time that this deal was signed, um, you know, coincidentally was when Umar Yaradua um, was in a hospital in Saudi Arabia Mm -hmm. um, and Jonathan hadn't been sworn in as um, an acting president. So there was some sort of a vacuum um, that the people who exploited, yeah, yeah ex, you know, exploited that vacuum to, um, you know, steal billions from Nigeria. Because what essentially happened was that after the contracts were signed, that was heavily in favor, heavily um, against the interest of Nigeria. What happened was they claimed later that they had 
begin or they had begun implementation you know of the processing plant and they had spent upwards of 40 million dollars uh, and there was no evidence to that effect we couldn't see the land that they had purchased we couldn't see the equipment mm. you know but they said they spent upwards of 40 million dollars. i think the nigerian so, government was supposed to provide land in cross river states well yes but we, we couldn't see any traces of of these things and so when um, I think the Jonathan administration agreed to settle out of court for $850 million. The monies were to be paid in three tranches. Um, you know, if I remember correctly, Desani at the time wanted the NNPC to fund this repayment. And in fact, just at the tail end of Jonathan's administration, right when he was leaving, um, he halted that transaction and decided to pass the buck to the next administration and, and decided not to approve you know, the payment. The higher administration came in um, and I think they decided to renegotiate, you know, the repayment. Um, and after the P and ID played hardball, um, they, decided, they decided to bring in the EFCC on the recommendation of the vice president. Mm. Um, they rejigged the legal team, yeah. um, you know. And then, you know, here we are today. Uh, we've escaped what would have been a huge blow. Heavy I, I one. Mean, I wonder where we would have had to pay $11 billion from. Um, but you see, the most interesting part of this story um, are the Nigerian actors. I mean, it's two sides, actually. The Nigerian actors who first were um, bribed, you know, $5,000, $8,000 for them to move the files mm -hmm. that gave these crooks the opportunity to attempt to swindle our country. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I hope they're ashamed of themselves now that they were going to cost their country billions of dollars um, because of some tiny greed, greed yeah. right? Unfortunately, dollars at that time was even 200, 200 naira plus. So $3,000, um, you know, would hardly have even gotten you up to a million naira, you know? So it's a shame that they had to do what they did at that particular point in time. I think it's also important to point out the fact that, um, thankfully, the judge also cleared the name, um, you know, of Shukwa Shashare, who used to be the Attorney General um, of Lagos State. Because uh, the previous administration, uh, particularly Abubakar Malimi, uh, painted some sort of a picture as though, um, you know, Mr. Shashare was trying to game the Nigerian government, mm -hmm. was, was acting like a double agent and wanted to profit um, you know, from the woes of the Nigerian government. And thankfully, um, the UK judge has helped clear the air on that because many of us did not buy into that narrative at the time where Malami was um, promoting such, um, quite frankly, defamatory, you know, insinuations about the former attorney general. But thankfully, um, the judge has cleared his name. He can hold his head high. Um, you know, not like he ever looked at his shoes at any point, but I mean, um, getting such a clean bill of health from the UK court, um, I think does a lot of good to his reputation that was, uh, quite frankly, soiled by, you know, the comments, the actions, you know, of the former, you know, attorney general. But all in all, you know, um, it's, it's a good thing to celebrate and, um, hopefully, we never get ourselves into this kind of mess again and ensure that the people who um, go into contracts... Uh, but, but, um, but, but what are we doing, though? Because this could repeat itself again. I mean, like you said, it would have been a low blow and one that we will be unable to recover from 
for a very, very long time. I mean, for example, we're trying to borrow some money from the World Bank, $3.5 billion, and it's a loan that we're supposed to pay back in the next 40 years. Where on earth would we have seen $11 billion to pay? And how is it that the people who collected these bribes are just walking free when I'm sure their names have been listed in the UK courts, has been investigated, they've found these people. Are they, are they just going to sweep it under the carpet and move on with these people still prone to put us in this kind of mess again? I, I would imagine that the EFCC will swing into action now. and They would want to prosecute these individuals, um, investigate and perhaps prosecute these individuals who have clearly been um, fingered in this crime. Now, you see, unfortunately... Um, and I think that at some point we may need to admit this, that Nigeria as an entity means very little to most Nigerians. So there is no, sad. Um, there is no feeling of nationhood. Um, there is this lack of patriotism. Uh, Nigeria is such an intangible thing in the hearts of many. And so it's easy. It's easy to want to... Um, run a racket against your country. It's easy to want to steal from the country that, you know, you have no faith in, you have no connection with, you don't feel any affinity to. I, and I think that's the, that's the most um, crucial problem that we have in our country. There's, mm-hmm. th- there's, there's, you, can't, you can't engender patriotism um, from a citizen or a citizenry who do not feel a connection to their country. Mm-hmm. So more Nigerians feel more connected to their religion and, in fact, um, identify themselves on the basis of their religious beliefs or identify themselves on the basis of their tribe um, than they would on the basis um, of a national identity. Uh, and unfortunately, this has led to the plundering you know, of, our, of our country's resources and you have a lot of saboteurs and people who will continue to game the system for selfish interest because they feel nothing, absolutely nothing for the country. All right. Um, I'm just happy that we're here. Hope we learn our lessons. And we, we must have really good team of lawyers still because I don't think this would have been just a walk in the park. We'll make it look like it's such an easy thing. But this litigation started since, what, last year? Um, officially, I think, I think, I think even maybe 2021, if I'm not mistaken, and to see that we were able to, um, handle this properly is, um, I wonder what the case would have been if the courts was in Nigeria. I mean, if, if bribery would have seen a new level, you know, but it's, it's, um, it's just something to be grateful for that it's, yeah, it's all yeah. rolled away and yeah. a thing of the past. Now we can move on because I cannot imagine this administration having to deal with this kind of exactly. ugly head, you know, just exactly. just unfortunate. But thank God we're, we're out of that. All right, to move on to other news stories for the day, as U.S. courts refuses to order urgent release of CIA and FBI dossier on Tinubu. Um, well, um, we will go on a quick commercial ba- uh, break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back with the rest for this story. Stay with us. Fifteen of the fastest growing economies in Africa and Nigeria was nowhere to be found. There's been a lot of work in progress. Nigerians are getting very impatient. They want to see things, finishing projects. If we don't give back, Mr. President, we will be inviting the political and insecurity tsunami that we may not be able to cut. The everyday Nigerian would like to know what is the government doing about security, the economy, and the well-being of the ordinary Nigerian? How do these policies affect and benefit the citizens? These questions become 
become more pertinent. Cutting through all of this and more will be me, Emmanuel Odeemi, on the State of the Nation. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on Lagos Talks 91.3. Follow us on Twitter at Lagos Talks 913. Join the conversation. On a hill and everybody sees you. It feels good, right? Now you can stand on that hill and make your business grow faster if you advertise with us at Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. Just call 0802-961-3930 or email to marketing at b99.com. It's said the voice of the people is the voice of God, and a nation without the people's perspective is a troubled nation. When they bring the down, the are suffering. You see that transportation fee is very high you now. You know, all these things that you are doing, they are doing their They know that even the, the politicians, they have the money. I do not do transportation. We at Lagos Talks, you the people, form the core of what we do. People are paying from the nose. Even the rich men, they are complaining. We must resist it. We must fight it. So join Ife and Paula Every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on People's Perspective and Be Counted. They will be breaking down complex political issues to bits alongside you and seasoned political analysts. Don't forget, every Friday by 11 a.m., join the conversation. My name is Charles Anazodo, and I want to urge you today to please donate blood for the benefit and good and survival of mankind. You never know who might one day need it. Please donate blood. Please save a life. Do it now, between the 23rd to the 30th of October, across available 12 centers in Lagos. For the full list of hospitals, send a WhatsApp message to 0909797929 or call 0806-920-7914 or 0817-9460795. Note that your contribution will be going into the Lagos Blood Bank and many lives will be saved. The Lashma Week is brought to you by Lagos State Health Management Agency, Lagos Talks 91.3 FM, the Lagos State Blood Transfusion Service, indigenous social media platform, ikatun.net, and powered by IP.com, a socially responsible communications company. Event Services presents One Chance with Godwin 3.0. Come watch as musicians, dancers, actors, and comedians battle live on stage for the chance to walk away with prizes worth up to 3 million naira. Special guest performances by Ruga, Ricardo Banks, Niniola, Remini's, AY, Oshbebe, Rain Jutta, Romeo, Wilmouth, and lots more. Venue is a prestigious terracultural Victoria Island, Lagos. Date Sunday, October 29th, 2023. Red carpet 5 p.m. and show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets, table of 5, 500k, VIP, 20k. Regular 5K. Tickets are available at ariatickets.com. For sponsorship inquiries and tickets delivery, please call 0903-397-4390. One Chance with Godwin 3.0 is sponsored by Golden Bricks Properties and Hero. Media Partners, Niger FM, Beta FM, Classic FM, Lagos Talks FM. This event is packaged by Smile Global Entertainment. 
Hey you! Yeah, you! How does it feel standing on a hill and everybody sees you? It feels good, right? Now you can stand on that hill and make your business grow faster if you advertise with us at Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. Just call 0802-961-3930 or email to marketing at b99.com. At the heart of every news story lies the angles, the perspectives, and the different voices that make the headlines. Transporters have added money. You don't kind of blame them. We as Nigerians, we think history doesn't matter. Have the elections, and then if the ministry now says, no, we don't agree, that's interference. At Lagos Talks 91.3, we go between the lines to tell the stories that make the news. It's time for updates in Nigeria and around the world. Lagos Talks 91.3. Let's get talking. Fifteen of the fastest growing economies in Africa and Nigeria was nowhere to be found. There's been a lot of work in progress. Nigerians are getting very impatient. They want to see things, finishing projects. If we don't give back, Mr. President, we will be inviting the political and insecurity tsunami that we may not be able to cut. The everyday Nigerian would like to know what is the government doing about security, the economy, and the well-being of the ordinary Nigerian? How do these policies affect and benefit the citizens? These questions become more pertinent. Cutting through all of this and more will be me, Emmanuel Odeemi, on the State of the Nation. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on Lagos Talks 91.3. Follow us on Twitter at Lagos Talks 913. Join the conversation. This is State of the Nation on Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. My name is Michelle Aga. With me here is Ayo analyzing today's news stories. All right. Now, the United States District Court for District of Columbia has declined an emergency application seeking to compel top U.S. law enforcement agencies to hasten the release of confidential information on President Bolatinobu. The judge, Barry Howell, refused the application on Monday. An American, Aaron Greenspar, had filed a suit in June under the Freedom of Information Act against the Executive Office of the U.S. Attorney Department of State Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, Internal Revenue Service, Drug Enforcement Administration, and Central Intelligence Agency, which is the CIA. In his complaints, Mr. Greenspan accused the law enforcement agencies of violating the Freedom of Information Act by failing to release within the statutory time documents relating to purported federal investigations into President Tunibu and he and one Muiz Adigbuiga Akande, who is now deceased. According to Mr. Greenspan, the records were requested or were being requested uh being requested were from the Northern District of Illinois and or Northern District of Indiana involving charging decision against Ms. Tinubu and Akande. Now, in 1993, Mr. Tinubu was said to have forfeited 460,000 U.S. dollars to the American government after authorities linked the funds to proceeds of narcotics trafficking. The issue of Mr. Tinubu, Bola Tinubu, for feature of the funds featured prominently at the presidential election petition court where Atiku Abubakar 
and Peter Obi challenged the president's eligibility to contest Niger's presidency. But the election court in a unanimous decision on September 6th dismissed the suit affirming Mr. Tinubu's election. Now, ahead of the Supreme Court's hearing of Atiku Abubakar's case against President Tinubu's election on Monday in Abuja, Mr. Greenspan had on last Friday earnestly sought the U.S. court's intervention to order to order the FBI and CIA and others to fast-track the process of releasing documents on the Nigerian leader. A seven-member panel of the Nigerian Supreme Court on Monday heard Atiku and Peter Obi's appeal seeking to overturn Mr. Tinubu's victory during the election. It was reported that Atiku and his lawyers, Chris Uche, and his lawyer, rather, Chris Uche, sought to tender fresh evidence before the apex court against the president. Now, um, you might be wondering why this was denied. The court's filing showed that um, the EU-USA had denied Mr. Greenspan's uh, Freedom of Information Act request invoking FOIA exempt 6 and 7 subsection C, which protects information that would constitute unwarranted invasion of personal privacy and information compiled for law enforcement purposes that may constitute an unwarranted invasion of personal privacy of a third party. Declining the request, the judge Barry Howell said Mr. Greenspan did not meet the preconditions for granting his requests. We'll leave it here because it t- takes us even further, but... Because of time, I think we've gotten the most of it, or the point of the story. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I think that the Americans, um, especially the ones in the judiciary, will be wondering what in the world is happening in Nigeria and um, mm. why they have to, you know, take jurisdiction on so many issues now from Nigeria. Um, I don't know, I, I found it, if the FBI say they have files, typically... Um, you don't have to compel them to declassify, um, you know, those kinds of information. They usually have, in some cases, a time frame mm. where, you know, they just simply declassify those information and make them public or publicly available. Um, so I, I think that, you know, for those who find or who are vested in whatever the FBI wants to release, um, I just have to wait till the FBI is ready to release those documents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think for me, that's basically what it is, you know, at the end of the day, because, um, I'm not sure because those documents don't have a bearing, um, for instance, in the case that is being argued in court today. Um, otherwise I would have expected that the plaintiffs, um, would have, you know, try to expedite the process mm-hmm. weeks or, or, or months ago okay, when exactly. their when their petitions were being filed uh, and would have requested for such and probably could have indicted or helped their case so um to that extent um it, it's not something that i want to vest my emotions or attention on um you know like i said when the fbi are ready to release whatever documents that they want to release I'm sure that they wouldn't need anybody to, they wouldn't need any court to compel them to do that at the end of the day. So, um, I think we should just take, take a chill pill for now. All right. right. All right. Interesting. We'll move on still on the courts. Uh, UK courts lament greediness of Nigerian officials in the PNID scandal. I should have taken that before. 
this one, but hey, let's keep talking about the judiciary. So uh, we all know what happened, and uh, the Nigerian government dodged having to pay as much as $11 billion to uh, the BVI, that's the British Virgin Island Company, uh, after a London judge ruled that the arbitration award was failed, was a failed gas deal, and it was absolutely fraudulent. Now, the judge found the massive arbitration award in favor of the, this particular company um, was tainted by bribes. The award was obtained or were obtained by fraud, Judge uh, Robineau said in a ruling. The way in which the awards were procured were contrary to public policy. Now, um, while Nigeria won the case, the London court has lamented the greediness of some Nigerian officials that would have cost the country this amount of money. This case has sadly, according to him, he said this case sadly brought together a combination of examples of what some individuals would do for money. Mr. No said after establishing some Nigerian officials collected bribe in the deal. The judge added that these officials were driven by greed and prepared to use corruption giving no thoughts of what that enrichment would mean in terms of harm to others. Uh, well, this is just sad. I don't want us to go back into this, but obviously stating, stating the obvious. Of, and good thing we dodged the bullets. Now to this case. Ayo. Lagos doctor Olaleye bags life imprisonment for rape. Have you been following the story? So it's about, uh, well, let's just uh, get into the matter first and then we'll analyze later. So the Lagos State Sexual Offenses and Domestic Violence sitting in Ikeja today sentenced Medical Director of Optimal Cancer Care Foundation, Dr. Olufemi Olaleye, to life imprisonment for defilement of his wife's niece. Justice Rahman Oshudi sentenced him after he found, after he found him guilty of the offense of defilement and sexual penetration of a 15-year-old girl. The judge held that the prosecution was able to prove its case beyond reasonable doubt and that all the evidence brought before the courts corroborated that of the victim. Olaleye was arraigned on a two-count charge which bordered on defilement and sexual assault by penetration of his wife's niece, preferred against him by the Lagos state government. The convict was arraigned on November 30th last year, 2022, and he pleaded not guilty to the offences. The Director of Public Prosecutions, Dr. Babajide Martins, had told the courts that Olaleye had committed the offence sometime between February 2020 and November 2021 in Maryland in Lagos. Olaleye was accused of unlawfully having sexual intercourse with his wife's niece, 15-year-old niece. He, also accused, he was also accused of assaulting, sexually assaulting the teenager by penetrating her mouth with his penis. According to the prosecution of... Um, Prosecution, the offences committed contravenes Section 137261 of the Criminal Law of Lagos State 2015. Now, following his plea of not guilty, Justice Oshodi granted him bail in the sum of 50 million naira with two sureties in like sum who must have landed properties in Lagos. And he was also asked to deposit his international passport, including his British passport and original document of landed property, to the registrar of the courts. Now, during the trial, the convict's wife, Aderemi Olaleye, told the courts that her husband had been sexually abusing her niece during her stay with them. She testified in courts that the convict first introduced pornography and oral sex to the victim and he released sperm into her mouth. She said it had started in March 2020 till July the following year, 2021. The witness narrated to Justice Oshodi that the girl confessed to relatives and their driver and that the doctor and that the doctor had been sleeping with her and threatened to kill her 
and his wife if she told anyone. The mother of two, who is the complainant, said under oath, My Lord, on November 27, 2021, my second cousin told my aunt, who is my mother's sister, that since March 2020, Femi has been sexually abusing her and introduced her to pornography. From there, he graduated to oral sex with her. That he does this and that he does this in different places in the home where there are no cameras. End of end of quotes. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. So I think that this is another day to commend um, um, the Lagos State um, domestic violence and Sexual, yeah, domestic yeah um, led by Titilayo Vivo, who are doing a phenomenally phenomenally good job um, in that agency. And yet again, they have they have gotten justice for that young girl. Um, and for all of those who were affected negatively by this um, very shameful act. Um, and this justice was quite swift because I think this happened sometime late last year. So in about a year, they've, they've been able to secure justice. And I, and I commend everyone from the prosecuting team to everyone who took this issue very seriously and ensure that that girl, um, you know, got got the justice that she truly deserves you know and i hope that this serves as a deterrent to so many sick individuals out there who think that they can get away um you know with some of these um you know quite frankly bestial acts um that the law will get a hold of them and they will be punished in equal measure Uh, and i and i think that justice have been served in this case um, and I hope that the young girl finds the help that she needs to get over the trauma and, um, you know, to get her life back together. Because, um, you, you know, this is not just about the crime that was committed against her. For how to then relieve those experiences based on the court processes and all of that is another trauma in itself. And so I hope that she gets the kind of help that she needs. And I think I also want to commend his estranged wife who had the courage um, to testify against him in court um, and to speak the truth um, irregardless of of her relationship with him. And and, and I think that is commendable. It's a lot of courage. And I imagine that she would have been under a lot of pressure. Um, But she she chose to stand for the truth and for the future of that young girl. And, 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 you know... We can all be happy and excited that um, justice was eventually, eventually served. Hmm. All right, let's go to the phone lines now and take some calls uh, for just about ten minutes before um, we uh, pay some bills yet again. The phone lines are zero eight zero nine one nine one three nine one three zero eight zero nine two 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 zero nine one three or zero eight zero nine. Two three four five nine one three. You can also tweet at Lagos Talks nine one three. That is at Lagos Talks nine one three. A quick recap on the story so far: Nigeria wins as UK court dismisses eleven billion dollar PNID lawsuits. In related news, in related news, the UK court laments greediness of Nigerian officials in the PNID scandal. Moving on. Um, U.S. courts refuses to order urgent release of CIA-FBI dossiers on Bola Tinubu. 
And finally, uh, Lagos Courts, Lagos Doctor Olaleye Femi bags life imprisonment for rape of his wife's 15-year-old niece. Phone lines are open and you can join in the conversation. Lagos Talks, good evening. Yeah, hello, Michelle. Yes, Uche calling from the UK. How are you doing, my sister? Very well. Join the conversation. Yeah, it's good to join you guys today on the program. I think I've missed the last two editions. Um, Ayo, I greet you. I greet you, sir. Um, um, Ayo, you refuse to do an analysis of uh, the the president's uh, case with uh, as regards the FBI and what uh, the American authorities are saying. Now, that's unfortunate anyway, but I think I'll help you with this analysis. Now, Ayo, you and I know very well that the Western world, in this particular instance, the Americans or the U.S., for example, do not want Africa to grow. That's an established fact for reasons that you and I also know. Now, looking at it from that point of view, it will also serve their interest if African countries are governed by people who they can always manipulate, control, and dictate whatever they want. You and I should also agree on that. Now, in this particular instance, Ayo, does it not occur to you that the reasons why the American authorities will not allow the FBI or whatever relevant agencies is concerned with this case to go ahead to help Nigeria, to help our judicial system pursue this matter to a logical conclusion. Does it not occur to you that they also have their own benefits? It will get to the point where they will say, look, Mr. President, at a certain time, we help save your, you know, your whatever. You have to do this and do this and do this as we want. Which you and I also know, along the way, going forward, may not be in the best interest of the average Nigerian. So, if you ask me, these things are planned and premeditated. Why will you not allow the relevant authorities to give us access to whatever information, documentation, or whatever material that can help Nigerians, that can help the judicial system within our system solve this matter conclusively if there is no hidden agenda. Look, the truth of the matter is this. There is nothing that is wrong if this thing is, I mean, the truth of the matter is that these people have a hidden agenda. They do not want anything that will get to the point where this current president will be removed from office. No. They would rather have somebody who they can manipulate. Look, Ayo, do you remember clearly during Jonathan's time, when Jonathan was still the president, Americans were sending emissaries to meet with uh, Buhari in, in Katsina or in Kaduna, having meetings with him without even visiting 
Asu Rock to see the current, the then president at that time, Jonathan. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Look, sometimes when we look at some of these things, let's be wise enough. Look at what is happening in Africa. Some African countries now are beginning to say, look, these Western people are not really in our favor. They are beginning to do things that some of us say, okay, oh, we're not uh, supporting coup, we're not doing that. But some African countries are beginning to see that, look, these people are not for us. They are really against us. So let's find a solution to our own problems. The truth of the matter is that these people do not want the best interest of Africans, and in this case, Nigerians. So they will support the person that will keep Nigeria at a point where they will always dictate, control us, and Nigerians will continue to suffer for it. That is the only analysis to this matter. Let me not take too much of your time. Have a good day. All right. Thanks for being a part of the conversation. That's Uche calling from the UK. Lagos Hello. Talks, good evening. Yes, good evening. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you uh, coming from? Good evening. Okay, you forgot something, though. It's a shame. Anyway, Michelle, what do you expect Americans to do? Will they bring out that information? They will never do it, as long as you've not, not, not a deal with them. Don't be surprised that maybe the LBGQ, Q whatever deal will soon pass in Nigeria, if you don't know. Because hmm. Americans are good in locking deals from the backyard. Anyway, for the 11 billion and scam, if that, court, that case was in Nigeria, those, the people that will head that case will be smiling to some, to, some, so, to some funny banks in Nigeria by now because it's our way. Then, Ayo, do you know that this same case you're seeing so? Go and look at all our road contracts in Nigeria. you find similar fraudulent things in need that they do. They were one contract of road that will not take them to court. They will do some kind of shady deal when it comes to road. You will never put them to court. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, though. Here's a message from Ayo saying, we should applaud Professor Yemio Sibanjo for his role in the PNID fight. Okay. Um, here's a message from Henry from Abalinde saying, good day to, good job by the Lagos uh, Domestic Violence Agency. I am glad justice has been served. As for the court case Nigerian one in London, take this to the bank. The guys who ripped us will not face prosecution. Their tentacles are too high in places, irrespective of the court judgment. Finally, imperialism still reigns, so nobody will be bothered or will be bothered about the U.S. not releasing FBI files on the president. Remy from Akoka is saying, if Tinubu is not guilty of all he's been accused of, how would releasing a dossier about him put his life in, in danger? All right. Thank you. Lagos Talks. Good evening. Good afternoon, Michelle. Good afternoon, Ayo. Good evening. What's your name? Good evening. Yes, M.I. from Makoka. All right. M.I., please go ahead. Um, people don't understand how the U.S. works. The greatest, one of the greatest uh, national security advisors in the uh, U.S. history, so a, man, a man called Kissinger. You understand? Kissinger says something that is profound, that shapes foreign policy of the United States. Said America does not have enemies, America does not have friends, America only has interests. Hmm. You understand? They have the, America has the gift on their hands. Potentially, the, 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 the president of the greatest black country on God's green earth, being and their intelligent assets. Think about that as an American. Forget about what is wrong or right. They only serve their interests. Being an intelligent asset. You understand? He's begging them now. Don't release it. Irreparable damage. Of course, they will not release it. You know it's necessary, but if he offers, offers our 
our resources, whatever. I don't want to speculate. What do you think they will do? They say, well, they'll say, oh, sorry, FBI, classified national security. You never hear that case again. But that means the same region is back to enter again. Shout out to Fela. There's, there's nothing nobody can tell me. Fela was the good. He saw this. I, I heard it on Classic FM. It reminded me of this case. Shout out to Fela. Never, nobody should ever disrespect Fela again. He's the good. He said it. Lagos Talks, good evening. Hello? Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? We can hear you. Hello? All right. Do call us back. You can... I think it's important that I... Okay, go ahead. ...do one very quick, um, not a clarification, but just to make a point um, about the way the American system works. Um, while, While that there are times where... You know, you have what you call the underground, you know, where there's some, sometimes there's a bit of a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Um, the American system is such that these institutions are very, very, very independent. Um, the executive, um, the FBI, for instance, um, the judiciary, they are very, very independent institutions. Your presidency can be entirely ruined mm. if the opposition gets a sniff that the president made a phone call to the FBI on, on such a matter. You are finished. Or that, you know, you spoke to a judge about influencing a decision or saying, ah, don't give that judgment or don't give that judgment. Right? I mean, President Trump today is in trouble because he made a phone call to his own party man to say where are the votes, mm. right? Mm. So, I mean, and that's, <laughs> that's the sitting president. So I want you to imagine for a second that the president or his chief of staff or his senior aide picks up the phone and calls the FBI or picks up the phone and calls a judge and tries to influence that judge um, towards a certain direction. That presidency is essentially over. So, um, to that extent, I do not think that, you know, those kinds of arrangements will typically happen, um, you know, in the United States. All right, let, let's pay some bills. We'll be right back to wrap it up. Nation on Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Welcome back to State of the Nation. It's 91.3 Lagos Talks. We are still taking calls before we wrap up the show. 809 0809 or 0809-234-5913. You can also tweet at Lagos Talks 913 to join the conversation. Hello? Welcome. What's your name? Where Hello? are you calling from? Hello? We can hear you. What is your name and where are you calling from? Mm. Sorry. I don't know what's wrong with your network. But thanks for calling. Onoha from Begai saying, Good evening, Michelle and Ayo. As Uche said, the West or FBI will not reveal anything about what will favor them. But even if they did, nothing will still happen because of how corrupt our system is. For example, if a substance is white color that all can see but take it to the court, you'll be told it's black. What a shame. Look at Tinubu's certificate that was revealed and how the narrative shifted from certificates to saying that what matters is that Tinubu attended the university. All right. Thanks for calling. Oh, sorry. Right. Thanks for your message. Lagos Talks. 
Lagos Talks. Good evening. Hello. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is my papa. I you. Just go ahead then. Hello. Usman, if you cannot hear us, just go ahead and speak, okay? Lagos Talks, good evening. Michelle. Welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good evening. Join the conversation. You see, when we are talking about this, um, what, following from what you say, in the CSU itself, in it's a, a credible institution. I know. Michelle, I want to really ask you. If you, as you are, you went to um, University of uh, Lagos, and it was discovered that the, 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 the secondary school certificate that you presented to University of Lagos was fake, and they were already giving you whatever, whether they gave you a degree or they didn't give you a degree. Are they not supposed to make a pronouncement that, look, based on this, we invalidate everything about you, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it not... Is it not is it not something that they ought to do? But do you, do you, see, do you see the kind of silence that they are maintaining? Arrest my case. All right. Thank you for for your contribution. All right. Uh, Dio from uh, Fagbaya saying, Good evening, Michelle. Greetings to you, Ayo. It's unfortunate that the FBI will not release these vital documents, especially at this crucial time. The judiciary needs to remove the president. Also, it's unfortunate that it is now a letter from APC machinery propaganda had entered the Supreme Court. The question how and where did this letter enter the Supreme Court at this time can only happen can only happen in Nigeria. Remember the appeal judges were given judgment as if they were defending the president on hypocrisy and and low grade technicality. Low-grade technicality judgments. Now, this is about to play out in the Supreme Court. It's unfortunate. Today, I heard that 10 private companies had closed down because of this insensitive, lawless government that has brought nightmare to the country. Please focus on the issues and just focus. I don't understand the need for the constant insults. Just you can speak clearly and make your points without the unnecessary bashing. Obi here is saying, hi, Michelle. Um... Your partner in the studio um, said something about underground conspiracy. Plus, Trump is in trouble because of Susu and Sue. Hillary and Biden and his son and a couple of others, I can't recall, committed their own, but nothing has happened to them. I tell you, I really don't buy anything of this traditional media. It's all make-believe. With tech, you can devise anything. Go watch 24 and see the several issues back then that are all coming to pass. All right, let's just wrap it up with your last words before we go. Um, perhaps I should, you know, say something in what uh, my people in street violence will say in a coded way. I, I find that a lot of people already have convictions of what might have happened mm. um, or have convictions about the precedent. You know, and my question is, if you have those convictions already, why do you need a paper from the FBI? Why do you, why do you need a pronouncement from CSU? Right? If, if, if those convictions are clear, really, in a democratic society, you don't really need, um, you know, such pronouncements from the FBI or from, you know, to demand um, better accountability, you know, from the leader at whatever level. Right? So, I, I think people should stop. If, if you already know or if you assume that these institutions will be biased, 
and you're clear about your convictions um, and you cannot attest to the character of whoever you elected, trust me, you don't need any paper from the CSU anywhere mm. to demand the kind of leadership or accountability you know that that you want hmm. all right thank you so much it's a wrap today on state of the nation join us next week for more from 5 p.m to 6 p.m your favorite Lagos talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms simply search for Lagos talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform Lagos talks 91.3 join the conversation